gentleman, Dennis Day. Day is brought to you by Palm Olive Soap and Colgate Dental Cream. Palm Olive Soap, your beauty hope, and Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. <laughs> the Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benadera, Dink Trout, George Dooning in the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith, is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis to sing the new hit song, The Matador. Once the matador was in the ring. Prada boom chick, boom prada boom chick. When a frightened bull came out of that door to face the matador and slaughtering. Prada boom boom, boom prada boom boom. Dressed in an uber cape and traditional regalia. He hadn't let a bull escape, so the bull was facing failure. He moved in at an angle, and the two began to tangle as the crowd let out a roar. And to this day, no one has seen the matador. Prada boom chick, boom prada boom chick. No, they cheer the bull in wild acclaim. Prada boom boom, boom prada boom boom. No, he's standing in his pen and taking bows, and all the gorgeous cows are all aflame. Prada boom chick, boom prada boom boom. This seven hundred pounds of fake is reputed to be some steer. This is a very big mistake, for the people got a bond here. He may be celebrated, but he actually was slated for Pepito's butcher store to be a beefsteak for the famous matador. Prada boom boom, boom prada boom boom, boom prada boom boom boom. Ole! Amalie Soap is giving away prizes worth $67,000, a grand prize of $25,000 in one lump sum, or $100 a month for life. And that's not all. There are over 2,000 prizes in Amalie's big treasure chest contest. Ford sedan, Westinghouse laundromat, from Silver Fox Scarf, Toastmaster Toasters. And it's easy to enter. Complete the last line of this jingle. A fresher, brighter-looking skin is something I would like to win. I'll get palm olive soap today. Da 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 da. Write your last line on a plain sheet of paper, or use an official entry blank giving complete rules obtainable at your dealers. Include your own and dealer's name and address, and mail with the big word palm olive from the front of the wrapper of one regular and one bath size cake of palm olive soap to palm olive, box ninety two, New York eight, New York. Now here's the jingle once more. A fresher, brighter looking skin. Is something I would like to win. I'll get palm olive soap today. Da 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 da. Mail your entry to Palm Olive, Box ninety two, New York eight, New York. But hurry, contest closes soon. Get palm olive soap for a lovelier complexion. 
Remember, doctors prove Palmolive's beauty results. Did you ever notice that the average intelligent male mind, no matter how efficient at retaining all sorts of abstruse information, is completely incapable of remembering birthdays, anniversaries, and other events dear to a woman's heart? Well, this being the case, you would expect our young hero, Dennis Day, to remember them perfectly. But, alas, in this one particular, his mind is similar to the average intelligent male's. So, tomorrow, being Mildred Anderson's birthday, she finds it necessary to operate somewhat coyly, like this. Dennis? Huh? Do you know what tomorrow is? Oh, naturally. Tomorrow's the day all the kids have fun bobbing for apples and burning down houses and stuff. Dennis, I know it's Halloween, but it also happens to be something else. It does? What? Well, let's put it this way. Just 21 years ago tomorrow, my mother was in the hospital, and all my father's friends were congratulating him. Well, what do you know? So he did win one of their fights. <laughs> oh. oh, Dennis, that's the day I was born. Oh, I knew he couldn't have done it if she hadn't been concentrating on something else. <laughs> you realize what I'm trying to tell you? Tomorrow's my birthday. Your birthday? Oh, my gosh, that's right, it is. How could you ever have forgotten? Don't you remember how you surprised me on my birthday last year? Yeah, I didn't give you anything. <laughs> yes, and I'll bet you were going to do the same thing this year. Oh, Dennis. Oh, Mildred, don't get excited. All you have to do is tell me what you no. want. No, it's up to you to pick out my gift with no help from me. Oh, do you think I tell you that a new shop called Mademoiselle Yvette of Paris just opened at 128 Elm Street with the loveliest bed jackets and negligees and things I've ever seen? Do you think I let you know I didn't trust your judgment by hinting that's what I wanted? Looks like. <laughs> well, she does have some simply divine imported lingerie, Dennis. Just ask for Mademoiselle Yvette herself. Okay, I'll, I'll get a firm grip on myself and go down to her shop right now. Get a firm grip on yourself. What do you mean? Well, I've never been in a store like that before, Mildred. And, well, gosh, you know how I blush just going through the backyard on Monday mornings. Uh, good morning, Miss. Banjo Moncier. You have a desire? Oh, yes, ma'am. Could I speak to Mademoiselle Yvette of Paris, please? You're speaking to La Mademoiselle in Python, dearie. You're Mademoiselle Yvette? Maynette! Gee, you have the most peculiar accent. What part of France are you from? Oh, a little place outside Paris called Green Turns. <laughs> Did you wish to see some merchandise, Monsieur? Well, uh, yes, ma'am. It's uh, for my girlfriend, but I, uh, I... Uh... Uh, what's the matter, bashful? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I understand. Well, how about a pair of these? Oh, put them down! Put them down! <laughs> so what are you getting excited? There's nobody in them. <laughs> No, but I can't help it. Okay, if you ain't interested in stockings, I'll show you something else. I have a new number here I was just unpacking. A lovely nightgown, see? Yeah. Okay, take it out of the tissue paper. What's 
paper. That's the nightgown. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ain't it a lovely creation, though? Fill me like froth. Huh. It's a special Parisian importation called the Marie Antoinette Nighty. Uh, how much is it? $150. <laughs> how much without Marie Antoinette? <laughs> You mean 150 is too high for you, huh? Well, a little. To tell the truth, I was looking for some lingerie at around $3. Sonny, for $3, it ain't lingerie. It's underwear. <laughs> I'm sorry, mademoiselle, but that's all the money I have. Well, how about a pair of these black lace things? They look kind of inexpensive. Well, that's an import, too, dearie. Don't you see those French words embroidered on one leg? Oh, yeah. L'amour, toujours l'amour. I wonder what that means in English. Well, I'm not sure, but I think it's do not use a hot iron. <laughs> However, I doubt if those step-ins would interest you anyway. They're $85. $85? Gosh, in that case, Well, I... wait, don't give up. I think I have something in the back in the stock. It's just your price. I'll be with you in just a second. Gee... $85 for just one little pair. They are kind of cute, though, with that black lace. I wonder if... Nah. Still, they might. Oh, no, it's ridiculous. I'm sure they don't make them for men. <laughs> It'd sure be a sensation down at the locker room of the gym, though. <laughs> oh, but they're too flimsy anyway. I'll bet if they got one little tug like this that they just... Oh, my gosh, what have I done? They're not black, black lace steppins anymore. They're black lace kilt. <laughs> What'll I do? $85. She'll have me locked up. I think I have something for you, Sonny. Holy smoke, here she comes. I gotta get out of here. I can't go to jail. Hey, wait, where are you? Oh, my $85 pants I paid $9 wholesale for. <laughs> Oh, gee, thank goodness. It's only along the seam. Two minutes with the sewing machine and they'll be as good as new. Listen, thank goodness you're home. I gotta talk to you. I'm in trouble. Oh, my. Here we go again. <laughs> What now, boy? Well, suppose... Suppose a person had an accident and then ran away from the scene of the crime... That would be pretty bad, wouldn't it? Oh, my, yes. Hit and run is a very serious offense, Dennis. Well, this wasn't exactly hit and run. It was more rip and skip. <laughs> Dennis, just what kind of trouble are you in? Oh, it's bad, Mr. Anderson. Have you got $85 you could give me right away? $85? Who do you think you're talking to, the head of the family? <laughs> oh, my gosh, then what can I do? Well, as I see it, you have two choices. You can try to borrow the money from my wife, or you can commit Harry Carey. <laughs> of the two, I'd say the first was the faster way to go. Mr. Anderson, I'm desperate. I'm going to try to borrow it from your wife. I'll see you later. Well, out of one eye at the very most, but good luck, my boy. Oh, thanks. Ah, good morning, Mrs. Anderson. Good morning, Dennis. Gee, you know something? I've never seen you looking so lovely. What have you done to your hair this morning? I haven't had a chance to comb it yet. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, Mrs. Anderson, I was wondering if you'd do me a tiny little favor. You see, my grandmother hasn't been feeling well. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Anything serious? Well, probably. She died last night. <laughs> oh, my gracious, that's... Uh... Wait a minute. 
Didn't you tell me one of your grandmothers passed away ten years ago and the other died before you were born? That's right. Now I need $85. It's time they were buried. <laughs> Dennis, do you by any chance happen to be out of that vacuum-packed head of yours? Oh, no, ma'am. Look, Mrs. Anderson, I'm desperate. I just got to get my hands on some money. And you want it from me? Would you please, ma'am? Would you please? Don't be fantastic. Not a red cent will you get. But, Mrs. Anderson... That's final, Dennis. Now get your hat. I want you to run an errand for me. Yes, ma'am. I want you to take these diamond earrings down to the jeweler on Main Street and have them cleaned and the stones reset. Do you think you can handle such an errand? Well, sure. What gives you the idea I can't do a simple thing like that? We haven't time to go into that now. <laughs> Just get them there and don't breathe a word to Mildred about it. I'm giving them to her as a surprise for her birthday. Oh, yes, ma'am. Now hurry and remember, Mildred mustn't know a thing about this. Oh, no, ma'am, she won't. Oh, hi, Dennis. Where are you going in such a hurry? Oh, someplace. Yes, but well, what have you got there? My goodness, Mother's earring. Oh, my gosh, I didn't mean for you to find... Mildred, you got to forget you saw them. Please, will you? Well, sure, but where are you taking them? Oh, I can't tell you, but believe me, you're going to get a nice birthday present. Goodbye. <laughs> now, what in the world? Was that Dennis who rushed out of here like that, Mildred? Yes. Daddy, have you any idea why he's rushing off with Mother's valuable diamond earring? Her diamond earring? Oh, my sacred Aunt Petunia's little lace chemical. Daddy, what is it? Well, he told me he was in a bad jam and needed money desperately. Mildred, you don't Oh, suppose... my goodness. And he just told me I was going to get a nice birthday present. But, Daddy, you can't think he stole those oh, earrings. Oh, of course not. Only a dope would do a thing like that. Oh, then you do think so. <laughs> well, I'm afraid our Dennis is in trouble and has done something very foolish, Mildred. Oh, Daddy, I always wanted to take an ocean trip for my honeymoon, but not to Alcatraz. <laughs> We'll continue this rather harrowing day in the life of Dennis Day in a few minutes. Meanwhile, here's Dennis to sing Every Day I Love You. Every day I love you just a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Every day I want you just a little bit more than I did the day before. You'll never guess how deep my love is Not even in your wildest dream But just so you'll get it clear Compared to my love, my dear The Mississippi River's just a stream Every day I love you just a little bit more Just a little bit more Just a little bit more Every day I want you just a little bit more than I did the day before. Well, our Dennis is in a jam. He expects to be arrested any moment for accidentally tearing a pair of black lace step-ins in a lingerie shop. But what he doesn't know is that his guilty actions have caused Mildred and Mr. Anderson to believe he's stolen Mrs. Anderson's diamond earrings and intends to sell them. They've just confided their suspicions to Mrs. Anderson, who takes the news of her loss like a trooper. A stormtrooper, that is. 
Why, that low-down snake in the grass. I'll break every bone in his empty skull. Easy now, bunny fluff. Easy. Oh, that thief. And to think I handed him those earrings myself. Mother Dennis isn't a criminal. He, he's just temporarily out of his mind. Twenty-two years is not temporary. <laughs> He is. No, Mother, there must be some mistake. He can't be a crook. I tell you, he is. And you, you wanted to marry him. Oh, I still do. I don't care what he turns out to be. I'll marry the man I love in spite of everything. That's a fine way to talk. And with the example of your mother right in front of your nose. <laughs> I've decided to overlook that for any number of obvious reasons. <laughs> However, the main problem right now is what to do about Dennis. Problem? What problem? I'm going to call the police and have him locked up. The police? Oh, Mother, you can't. No, lover girl, I won't let you. Oh, you won't let me, huh? No, Poopsie. You make one move toward that phone and you have me to deal with. You understand? Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Be on the lookout for Dennis Day, wanted for jewel robbery. Description as follows, age 22, height 5 feet 9, when last seen was wearing brown trousers, tennis shoes, and a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. <laughs> Both of Mickey Mouse's eyes are bloodshot due to ketchup stains. Arrest this man on sight. That is all. Rosencrantz. Well, did the kid talk yet, Dunnigan? Yeah, yeah, sure he talked, only who can make sense out of what he's saying? What do you mean? Did you shine the light in his eyes? Yeah, yeah, but I had to quit. Found out he likes it. <laughs> well, did you threaten him with the hose? Yeah, three times. Kept saying, no thanks, he just had a show. We gotta get a confession out of a man. I'll find out what he did with those earrings if it takes all night. Now, I'm warning you, Cap, his answers ain't like any that you ever heard before. Baloney, wait till I work on him a while. Come on. All right, Dave, sit down. Oh, that's all right. I've been sitting all evening. Here, you sit down. Shut up. Yes, sir. <laughs> Didn't I tell you, Kevin? <laughs> you keep quiet, too. Dave, have you got a record? Oh, no, sir. I don't even have a phonograph. <laughs> now, look here, you. This has gone far enough. You're going to sing. Do you understand? I beg pardon? I'm telling you, if you know what's good for you, you'll sing. Yes, sir. Way down upon the Swanee River. Any <laughs> Lulu, though. Once and for all, Day, are you guilty or aren't you? Oh, yes, sir, I did it. But they were such flimsy things that I couldn't help... Never mind the excuses. What I want to know is, have you got them on you? Oh, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir, I'm, I'm strictly a red flannel man myself. Say, hey, Captain, did you notice that some of his answers don't even have anything to do with the question? <laughs> 
starting to make me a little nervous, too. Well, he ain't got him on him. I can vouch for that. He probably gave him to a fence and they divided the loot. Yeah. Okay, Dave, did you split with a fence? I told you I wasn't wearing them, so how could I have split them on a fence? Quit stalling. Did you break them up and take the stones out of them? They have stones in them? You know they have stones in them. Gee, no wonder some women are so fidgety. You hear so much screaming on the radio when you tune in, ladies, be seated. Well, let's get them both and let them go before we're nuts too, eh? Now, today I'm warning you for the last time. Are you going to tell us what you did with those earrings or aren't you? Earrings? What earrings? Mrs. Anderson's earrings, of course. What do you think we pinched you for? Oh, I thought it was on account of the black lace steppings. Why do we care how you dress? All we want to know is where those earrings are. Oh, well, that's easy enough. They're at the jewelers being fixed. Mrs. Anderson asked me to take them there for her. Oh, she asked you to take them, eh? A likely story. Oh, it's <laughs> true, Sergeant. In fact, I walked right past you when I went into the jewelers with them. It could be, Dunnigan. That's your beat. Of course, maybe the sergeant didn't notice me. He was sitting in his patrol car with a blonde. What? <laughs> well, look, look, don't listen to him, Cap. Will you, will well, you... were you with a blonde or weren't you, Dunnigan? No, really, Cap. I'm... Come on, talk. Shall I shine the light in his eyes? <laughs> You got my reports every half hour, didn't you, Cap? What are you worrying about? I want my men to do their jobs, Dunnigan. Yeah? All right. Where were you when I phoned in 11.45 this morning? Answer me that. None of your business. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought so. I'm guzzling beer again, eh? Now, see here. Where were you or were it yet? Shall I give him the hose? <laughs> Dunnigan. Go get that jeweler on the phone and check the kid's story. Okay, Cap. But I'll tell you one thing, Dave. If you're lying to us, I'm sorry for you. You're going up the river for so long uh-huh. that you... Ah, so you finally caught the scoundrel, huh? Oh, hi, Mrs. Anderson. Well, I must say this is a very inefficient police force. There isn't a mark on him. <laughs> Mrs. Anderson, how can you talk like that? Lady, the boy says you gave him those earrings yourself. Well, of course I did. But this thief plans hey, hey, look, it's like the kid says, all right, Cap. The earrings are at the jewelers, and they're under Mrs. Anderson's name. What? See? Yeah. <laughs> Why, I... I don't understand. I, uh, I thought that he... I don't care what you thought, lady. This boy is innocent. Well, yes, I guess he is, and... And I'm sorry about what happened. Sorry? Do you realize he could sue you for false arrest and defamation of character and get every nickel you own? I could? Gosh. Uh, oh, but he, he wouldn't do that, Captain. Why, we're such very dear friends. Why, we love each other, don't we, Dennis? Fair. <laughs> oh, why, why, you don't mean that. I know you don't. And just as soon as we get back to my house... Whose we're... house, kiddo? <laughs> I mean, our house, naturally. <laughs> I'll get my car right away and... Whose we... car? <laughs> our car, of course. What am I saying? <laughs> you stay right here and I'll get my husband. That is, I mean... Oh, no, you can have him all to yourself. 
Oh, thank you, Dennis. Thank you who? I mean, thank you, Mr. Day. Who? Very well, Popsy. <laughs> Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. No other toothpaste does a better job of cleaning teeth than Colgate Dental Cream. For Colgate Dental Cream has a safe polishing agent that cleans your teeth both gently and thoroughly. Brings out their natural sparkle and beauty. You can actually see and feel the difference. And scientific tests prove that Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. Yes, actual scientific tests prove conclusively that in 7 out of 10 cases... Colgate instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. Colgate Dental Cream is famous for its wonderful wake-up flavor, too. Nationwide tests of leading toothpastes prove that Colgate's is preferred for flavor over every other brand tested. Yes, preferred over every other brand tested. And no wonder, for Colgate Dental Cream is the result of constant effort to produce the finest toothpaste in the world today. For cleaning teeth, for flavor for sweetening breath. So see if you don't agree with the millions who have made Colgate Dental Cream America's favorite toothpaste. Try Colgate Dental Cream to bring out the natural sparkle and beauty of your teeth for a wake-up flavor you thoroughly enjoy. And always use Colgate Dental Cream after you eat and before every date to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. With George Dooning in the orchestra, here now is Dennis to sing The Night Has a Thousand Eyes. Don't whisper things to me you don't mean For words deep down inside can be seen by the night One that lies Oh, romance may have called in the past My love for you will be everlasting and bright As bright as the starlit sky And this wondrous night a thousand eyes I've lived my life Walking through a dream For I knew that I would find This moment supreme A night of bliss And tender Thousand eyes, but I as a thousand eyes. Good night, everybody. 
Next week, tune in to another Dennis Day show brought to you by Palmolive Soap, Your Beauty Hope, and Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Tonight, show him how much lovelier your hair can look after a Luster Cream shampoo. Only Luster Cream brings you Kate Dumit's magic blend. Glamorizes your hair as you wash it. Yes, tonight, you can be a dream girl, dream girl, beautiful Luster Cream girl. You owe your crowning glory to a Luster Cream shampoo. Listen again next week to Colgate's Hour of Fun, Judy Canova, followed by Dennis Day. And for another great comedy program, hear Blondie next Wednesday evening over your favorite NBC station. This is Vern Smith speaking. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.